You're listening to Deliberate Living, the podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a nomad, coach, creator, and outdoors woman. And I'm Beers, a vagabond, joy artist, permissionary, and story breaker. We explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms. Finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Living Podcast. I'm Beers. And I'm Holly. And this week we have a very special guest with us, uh, Elle Erickson of the Booth Fairy Project. Hello, hello. So happy to be here. We are so happy to have you. Uh, I first encountered you uh, about a year ago up in Asheville at a pop-up that you had. And your energy was just so electric, so through the roof. You spread so much joy and delight, and it resonates with my heart so, so deeply. And I am really stoked that we have you here talking with us today. My heart is racing right now. You just got me all amped up. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so thank sweet you. to hear. Thank you. Yes, it was so great to meet you too. I feel the same way about you. Ah, yes. Ah. <laughs> so can, yes. for, for the audience, can you just share uh, a little bit about what, what the Booth Fairy Project is, what it is that you do, and yeah. Sure, sure. So um, let me try to figure this out because I really don't even know the answer to this. If anyone, you know, someone call in and tell me what I do. Um, I basically like I, I I'm really passionate about connecting with people and sharing what I know about the world, you know, and what has helped me. And, and I want to make people smile like I really just want to generate smiles on this planet. Um, so I, I started this booth. I I. I had a friend build me a booth and it's like a glorified lemonade stand. And I, uh, the booth fairy, like the tooth An fairy, right? Booth. Okay. All An right. actual booth that I set up, you know, it breaks down and fits in the back of my little Toyota matrix. And I set it up and it's got a full menu and the menu is just all over the place. Like we don't know what's going to happen when you come up to this booth. It's very just like, you know, just winging it. Um, it could be something like we're going to have a thumb war or a staring contest, but it could get deep. Like we can talk about your goals or sometimes people end up crying and telling, you know, just unloading on me, which is like, it's so awesome to be able to have this person that maybe they don't know, but they, you know, people need to be heard and seen and connect with one another. So anyway, I, um, I am setting this booth up everywhere and I'm loving it. I'm not asking for tips. I'm not even making any money. I'm just, you know, doing it because of my passion. Like I enjoy so it. Like, so like, much. like, asking for a thumb war or like, like sharing about their dreams or whatnot. Like th those are the different things that are on the menu that people would see when they walk up to the booth. Yes. There's like a full menu. It's like, we give you, we can give you a standing ovation. Um, I'm, I'm passionate about like help you quit smoking is on the menu and vaping. I teach people about that. Um, you know, maybe we want to do that, like a staring contest, do something ridiculous and silly and they walk away, but they're still just inspired to 
to be uninhibited in their lives. Like even if it's just a silly moment, they're going to walk away feeling better and feeling inspired. And I have a little like RX sheet that is filled with things that I have gotten so much out of, like my TED talks I love and um, different documentaries and books that have helped me. So I'm like, kind of like slide one of those in their direction, you know? Love it. It's so much fun and it's, and it can be, and of course, hugs. Like it all kind of, that was my number one, you know, menu item is hugs. I got gluten-free hugs. I got organic hugs, paleo <laughs> hugs. We got all the hugs, air hugs for a while during COVID. We went to air hugs. It's fine. It worked. Um, so yeah, so setting this booth up anywhere I could set it up, engaging with people and having so much fun and, and enjoying it and realizing how effective it, it is at just helping people and connecting mm. people. So all these ideas started to come to me of other ways I could like, you know, expand what I'm doing to connect with more people and to help more people and have more fun and be ridiculous, you know? Um, Cause that's humor is one of my, like my big, my, you know, my, whatever, I'm good at it. I'm, I'm naturally funny and I use humor to, well, I can't not use humor. Let's get real. But like the humor allows people to like let their guard down and it, it, you know, it draws people in like, Oh, shitty advice. A dollar is actually the one thing I do sell at the booth. That's the one thing. And I tell people, I don't recommend that. Like, you know, everything else is free, but they continue to want to order that. Um, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm sold out of that. Let's get real. Let's just talk. Let's go deep. Um, but yeah, so setting up the booth and working that for, it took me maybe, I think six years of doing that. And then these other things started, you know, <clears throat> kind of coming into my head, these ideas. So we started doing these, like these bliss mobs. So that's one of my things that we do through the, through the project that I love. Um, what is a bliss mob? A bliss mob. Thank you for asking is, um, is basically like we're getting a group of people together. We've got the signs. It's like a protest, but a positive protest, right? So the signs all read things that uplift one another, um, uplift each other and maybe makes people smile. Like, like you're doing great or free compliments, um, shitty advice, a dollar, you know, this is a positive sign is a fun one. It's just like funny. So we get together in like a busy sit, you know, the, like a busy area with pedestrians and everything in a city. And we just kind of post up for an hour or two and we've got the music going and we got our signs and maybe some bubbles and my megaphone, of course. And I'm like yelling out compliments to people and making people like boogie as they walk by. We inspire people to dance and it's amazing. People like they are we did one yesterday where we met in downtown Asheville and we did like a roaming one. So we just got on foot, right. And did like this positivity parade. So it was like seven of us. It doesn't take a huge, you know, it's just sometimes smaller is better with that. Cause you can really kind of intimidate <laughs> people on the sidewalk, but yeah, we just, we got a, a bundle of balloons and my megaphone and we carried the boom box, like, you know, on my shoulder, like we we're cool. And I'll have the signs and we just walked up and down the streets and like people were stopping and double parking in the road. Oh my God. I want a compliment. Like high five air high fives. We were going into this, the businesses and just being like, we love you. You're doing great. And just, it was insane. It was so awesome. We all felt so alive we were tripping on dopamine. We like had to stop and just like breathe. We're like, this is too good. Like, holy crap. Like, 
So um, we've, yeah, the bliss mobs are incredible and people are starting to do those in different cities now. Like it, the shit right. is spreading, which right. is why not? Like, come on. So, I mean, I can go on about other activities that are involved with the project unless you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd love to hear, uh, hear a few more of the things that you yeah, do. Yeah. You got, the, you got the booth, the you got the bliss mobs. We got the bliss mobs. One of the really fun things we've been doing lately is um, the flower giveaways. So we go and get like just a dozen big, beautiful bouquets of flowers and grab a few of the people and form a little bliss squad and like either jump in the car or we go on foot and we just go around and give people flowers. Like, we went and we went to like the library and found a couple of custodians working and we're just like, here you go. We have a delivery for you. And they're just like, what? Like we went to some high schools and gave them to the, like the receptionists and like crying, like just people mm. crying, you know, like just m- making people's days, like brightening people's days. And we all know that that has a ripple effect, you know, like yeah. they get that kindness and they're going to go home and maybe they're going to be a little, you know, less grouchy around their kids or whatever it is, right? Like it's going to spread. It's science. It's not just woo woo shit. It's like, this is real. It's, it, it works. So we do that. We go to nursing homes. I'm obsessed with going to nursing homes. I love it so much. I get like, I collect teddy bears and dolls and I get like vintage hats for, you know, the cool guy vintage hats and scarves for the ladies. And I'll bring my boom box. And we just, again, we go out there and we go from room to room and we're just like, Hey, you want a visitor today? And um, we come in and like, I mean, we got them boogieing in their wheelchairs. We got like, we're bringing out silly hats and they're putting on hats and we're just having a good time and connecting with them. You know, some of these people are so deprived of Mm-hmm. Um, interaction and connection and and they just want to be heard and we'll sit down and like listen to them tell us about their kids or yeah you know. especially like in, in coming out of well I guess 2020 when visitors weren't allowed to yeah. nursing homes at all for like a year that was tough we had yeah. to, we went went through the window sometimes we ended up having outdoor meetings they allowed that you know space apart with masks so we did some skyping visits we kind of still stuck to it or we would leave a box for them you know a care box but it's starting to pick back up again thank goodness um and we're having more one-on-one visits or whatever so um we went and picked up trash we do this regularly and i know that sounds like why am i so excited but like honestly it's so much fun that's one of the things about what we're doing is like i'm giving people opportunities to try out some of this volunteer work and to like discover how good it feels to do mm. good for like our community you know like we have this built-in um, system that makes us release all the yummy chemicals when we're doing good in the world. So it's like mm-hmm. this win-win situation. So I just kind of rally up the love troops and we meet regularly and I bring all the supplies, the trash bags, you know, the, the gloves, everything we need to be safe, the safety gear. So we're all out there in our neon vests and I got my megaphone and of course the music's blaring and we just make it fun. We're all together. And we just, we got like eight bags of trash like yesterday and just, we're just, you know, doing these things to make the community a better place. I mean, what else? I could go on. There's other things, but <laughs> yeah. What, what, my job. what motivated, what motivated you to get started? You said that you'd always just kind of been 
funny. You always like enjoyed. Yeah. Like, but what, what, what actually motivated you to get started and then keep going? Well, yeah, like I said, like my mom, when I was growing up, my parents really encouraged me to be creative and be of service. Like, like she was a part-time clown. My dad's a fifth grade teacher. The whole first floor of the house is like, there's, you know, easels and, you know, we had a big bin of dress up clothes right there, like next to the tele. I mean, it's like, it wasn't just some room upstairs. Like we were, it was great. And so I've always been, you know, encouraged to be creative. And I've, and then I would, I guess from a young age, I started to do volunteer work, you know, and um, get involved with, with that. And um, like big brothers, big sisters and different organizations. And um, that coupled with just being this natural, like I'm just an extrovert to the nth degree. Like, um, So I love that. I love to entertain. I love to be silly. And I'm very passionate about a lot of things that have helped me in my life. Um, Put all that together. And I guess Burning Man was the, you know, thing that really one of the most pivotal points in my life. It really took me where I was and just push. Is that when you first set up the booth? I worked a booth that was there. So there was okay. a booth there, like the Lucy, like the psychiatric help five cents from Charlie yeah. Brown. Right. And so there was one of those there that was just there as an art installation for anyone that wanted to come and use it. Um, so I found myself behind that thing, like every night at Burning Man, I'm like hogging the booth. I'm like, Whoa. I just was like, something clicked in me, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is my, because like, we can't chase people down and be like, this yoga worked for me, you know, like, or this is how you feel better. Like uh, people resist that. Like I used to be that person, like trying to really, I was so passionate and <laughs> the booth is awesome because it allows people to come up and they're in charge there. It, it make it puts them in the driver's seat. They are yeah. making the choice to come up and engage. And so I, instead of me having to chase everyone down and like, engage and connect and maybe inspire i get to sit back and then they can come up and be like "Hmm." they're skeptical what's this all about what is this i don't know and like having people look like too cool for school and then by the time we're done they're just like i fucking love you like what (laughs) these should be everywhere like so it's just it's kind of it's been an interesting challenge maybe to be like taken seriously because unless you're engaging directly with me and you, you can get it. It's like, what is she doing? She's just out there having a blast and working this booth and possibly putting glitter on people and everything. Like, how is this? And like, whatever, like, I don't know, but it's, it's pretty powerful. And I've, I don't know, it's, it's impacted a lot of people and inspired a lot of people. Um, I get a lot of feedback from people. Like I get people literally saying, can my kid come and be dropped off at your booth so they can just be around you, you know, and, and, and be, you know, you're influencing them in the right way. And that's just like, whoa, that's, that's huge. Like, are you sure? <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rated R at times. But um, then of course, one of the things I didn't mention, but where we met is I do a monthly like pop-up shop, like a traveling trunk show where I, I'm very blessed with the skills of finding really good thrift clothes. Like I'm just, mm. I don't know. So I, I find the thrift clothes. I, I set them up. I, I basically rent out a space once a month and I put out all the clothes and bring in lo- local artists 
that can, maybe they want a shot at, they've never like, you know, set up as a vendor anywhere and they're doing their art or they're doing tarot card readings or there's a DJ and maybe someone's doing, we have a Thai massage person. So it's like all kind of centered in to empowerment and healing and community. And I keep the prices really low. It's like five to $30 for the stuff and people come in and I'm giving them this opportunity to, you know, shop sustainably, like to learn that they maybe don't have to go to I'm not going to say any of the names of the places, but like some of this fast fashion stuff. Um, and then they can feel really good about, you know, where they're getting their, their clothes. And I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm behind the booth talking about, you know, yoga or Burning Man or whatever we're doing. We're giving the standing ovation. And so it's kind of like I use the clothes to get them in there. You know, it's the vehicle to get to me. And then I can be like, oh my God, like, do you want to do these trash pickups? And here's everything that's going on. You want to be a part of it? And one of the things, oh my gosh, is that um, where we've been doing the like the wooden signs and basically all the phrases that we've been using at the, you know, the positive protest, the bliss mobs, we have been putting on these like, you know, little wooden pieces of little pieces of wood and that my friends stencil and cutting out the stencils and we just spray paint them. So it's really easy, really simple. And we've been putting them on telephone poles around Asheville. And it's like yes. the feedback I'm getting from these people. It's like, they they're like, Oh my God, you don't understand. Like I'm pulling up and I look up and I see a sign that says, take a deep breath. Let's see, I just did it. You just did it. It's the phrase that is like, it's this pushy fucking phrase. It's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Oh, never mind. I feel better. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? People say like, I get a reset every time I go by there. I'm on my way to work and it just helps me, you know, reminds me to breathe or the one that says you're doing great or you're on the right path. People need this upliftment. They need this reinforcement and it's working. So we're kind of taking back our advertisement, you know, yeah. I got a billboard funded in town that was up and it just said, take a deep breath, yes. not a logo on it, not nothing. And people just, I mean, it's amazing. So we're working on spreading this. We're getting this to other cities because why not? Hello? Like, yeah. <laughs> duh. So yeah, it's pretty great. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go on, but anything else you want to know? Yeah. That was a good answer. I, I, I crushed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Pat yourself I'm on the back. Pat yourself on the back. I'm seriously <laughs> giving compliments. It just kind of keeps rolling out, whether it's to myself <laughs> or, you know, it's just, it's a habit. I love it. I just, uh, I just saw something on uh, one of the social medias that was this little three-year-old girl went around and was saying good night and I love you to everyone. And then they heard her say to herself, good night myself. I love you too. And it was just, Oh, oh my God. So <laughs> it melts your heart. And, right. And yeah. And that's, and, and like, we, we look at that type of thing and like, like that from like a three-year-old kid and we're like, Oh, that's so adorable. And then yeah. like somebody compliments their themselves as an adult. And like, we, we kind of tend to have like this little bit of a, eh, should you be doing that? Oh God, right. like, but it feels so good. And it's so important. I, I find myself often like at my events, just like saying like, I am amazing. Like I'll do something that's incredible. And I just have to say it. And people kind of look at me like, 
Who does she think? Like, they're just so like, wow, she just is saying great things about herself that loudly. And I think it's awesome to be the example of that because I mean, it's okay to know you're great or to yeah. say nice things about yourself and do it in public. And it, I think ultimately it inspires others to do that too. I think we're so worried about looking arrogant or too right. confident or something. And it's like, no, I often have was been teaching people. To, I'm sorry. Was that, that was modeled for you, like by your parents, were they very much like, I mean, you said your mom was a part-time yeah. great teacher. So obviously they're, fun and playful anyway um but were they kind of like yeah be as confident as you want to be like spread positivity or was it more of like you know the standard american diet of right don't be confident that's arrogant don't be selfish don't be so yeah. narcissistic don't think too highly of yourself because like that's bad um right, did you right, right. Yeah. of that like storytelling or was that just how you were raised I, you know that's a good question um I think it was kind of like they just basically let me go and just organically unfold. There wasn't an either thing, you know, it was just kind of like, you're, <laughs> here you go. We're going to give you all the nutrients you need and everything and the foundation. And then we're just going to let you go. I mean, obviously they, you know, <laughs> not completely or whatever. I still was taken care of well, but yeah, I didn't feel like they were pressuring me one way or another or trying to shape or mold me. Um, I think it was honestly because of that and then allowing me to become who I am and be completely free that has given in this, like this volunteer work, like that I've been doing, you know, it's like, it's made me so secure in who I am and made me so confident because I, I'm doing work that I love. And that's like, I'm completely on the right path. I feel so in alignment, you know, with my work and like, I could see it. I, thank you. I, I just know, you know what I mean? Like I'm so fed. I love my life. I love my job. I love what I'm doing. I know that I'm doing the right thing. Like I know it should be spreading. Um, I'm getting the feedback, you know, but like, I think that's ultimately because of that, because I wasn't pushed, like I didn't go to college even like, I was just like, I kind of just went out into the world and like carved my way and then created this life, created this job. And therefore, since I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it's like, I just, I'm, I'm just, I've just gained the, this confidence. Um, because, you know, it's like in the volunteer work, I'm telling you, that's the magic, like service work. Holy crap. If like anyone is trying to find out what their purpose is in life, which I actually tell people like, don't worry about it so much, you know, like just, just follow your heart and just, I recommend doing service work and that will help that unfold. Of course, Burning Man doesn't hurt or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can always go to a regional, right. And like, try it out for a day. And then um, skedaddle if you don't love it. But anyway, yeah. I feel like I'm living that now. You know, I'm living Burning Man. Like I'm living a fully expressed life, uninhibited life that um, is on my own terms. And that is giving and giving back to society. I love that. Yeah. So, so a few months ago, I know that you were organizing one of these bliss mobs down in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And something happened that initially uh, was a little bit of a confidence um, downer, but it turned into something beautiful. Can you share that story? Sure, sure. Yes, I would love to. 
Um, yeah, so I've been, um, you know, taking my bliss to surrounding cities for a while now, and I'm spreading this this mission and looking for some love ambassadors to keep it going. Um, and recently, I was going to go to Atlanta, um, and I so I hop in my car. I'm I'm actually I actually reached out and had some people interested and and ready to join me. You know, because I usually bring like 15 signs, um, and I, a lot of times, especially in a busier city people come up and they're just tourists or whatever. And you know, cause I'm like, join us. We have extra signs, you know, and they're coming up and trying it out. And I love that. You know, that's so awesome. Those are the people that end up reaching back out and saying, I live down in Florida. I want to start leading these bliss mobs and yes. we get it started. I send them the stencils. Um, but yeah, so Atlanta, I'm a little intimidated, right? I, I I'm a little intimidated. It's a big city, crazy traffic. But I get into the city and um, stay with a friend. And then the next day is the, the the rally. And I have this dedicated spot for it and everything. And like one by one, I'm getting messages from people like, I can't make it. Or, you know, I end up getting sick. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm just kind of like, ah, okay. Because I get like, I get wound up and nervous before any event that I have, to be honest. Like even the <laughs> trash pickup, I'm just kind of like, and you do I, what am I doing? Like, ah, <laughs> like I'm out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, which is great though. Like, I love that. I love that. I'm, I get out of my comfort zone and I push through it. And then pretty much within like 60 seconds, I'm like, I'm there. It's not like this big deal, but, um, it can be daunting. So I'm, I'm like, okay, we're going to this city and everybody has canceled on me basically. And I have this moment where I'm like, I kind of want to pack up and just get out, like just get out of Dodge. Right. And just no one, I don't have to show up. Like no one's going to know or whatever. So I pushed through that. I actually called a friend and got some support and we had a good, good talk. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. So I, I end up just going and I like, I set up, I set up, like I have like, and it's not just, you know, a couple signs. Like I set up my whole, like, a frame with information about my project. And I've got like some big signs that I put up with positive phrases and I've got all these signs leaning up and um, I post up with my music and my, my megaphone and everything. And I like, I, I start, I, I have like the free compliments one is what I use because that's a really good one because it engages people, you know, and they mm -hmm. can come up and so nervous, um, feeling so weird and like a weirdo, like who does this? Um, but what do you know, like within, you know, 60 seconds, there was someone coming up and this was like on a busy, um, trail, you know, where lots of pedestrians are walking and biking and cycling and, um, really busy area. So Along the beltway come, or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah. I'm terrible with directions and all all that stuff. But so they're coming up and like, you know, immediately ordering compliments and, and like just groups of people, families are coming up, people are stopping on their bikes. And so a couple, like then people are coming up, can I grab a sign? They're trying it out. And it was like, it was, it was really, really cool in, in the way that instead of me being with a big group, it was more inviting for people to come up. And I ended up having really beautiful conversations and, and connections with people because I wasn't in this mob, you know, it was actually, you know, felt safer for them to approach me and mm -hmm. ask me about what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And then like, holy shit, like we need more of this in the world. Like, Oh, I want to do this. How do I do this? So I was able to like, yeah, have more engagements and actually inspire people in that way because 
honestly, this one guy um, ended up coming and he stayed for like three hours. So it turned out me and a a buddy holding these signs. Cause if I can just have one person with me, uh, like it changes everything, you know, but like so many people wanted to, you know, connect with me and, and, and do this in their area. And, and it it changed everything for me because I'm going to start kind of, I was, I was trying to get people to start these bliss mobs, you know, lead a bliss mob, which, you know, people can do, but not everybody is as extroverted as I am. And it can be kind of like intimidating. So what I've been doing lately is like, Hey, grab a, a, a one buddy and you each got a free compliment sign or one says, you know, shitty advice, a dollar, or you're doing great and free compliments. Make sure one of the signs is one where they can engage and approach, you know, and actually ask for something. Um, but yeah, it just takes a couple of you to post up and have some music and that's it. Like it was so easy, you know, it's way easier that way. I think than to think you have to organize this whole mob of people. So that kind of changed everything for me. Like, Holy crap, I can just, and I've been sending people in Asheville out on these like free compliments challenge, like a sign holding challenge. Like, Hey, can you want to grab a sign, grab a buddy, and then you go and just walk around for about an hour and see what happens. And they come back and they're just like, first of all, they're so alive. You know, they, I can just feel them. They are just vibrating, like, you know, they are just beaming. They have permagrin. They are smiling. They report back that like, holy crap, L, like, I never thought it was going to be like, like that. Like, this is like the best drugs ever. Like they come back just <laughs> telling me like, you know, they engage people were on like double parking, trying to get a compliment. Like they were meeting just so many people and felt so alive and so connected and it was like the medicine, you know, it's like yeah. what we need, especially right now for people to just engage with each other. And it's like, put these silly differences behind and let's just love each other again. And to, 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 to give kindness to a stranger and then for them to receive it. And then it turns into this like freaking free compliment sandwich. So it's been really cool to see the results of this, this, these challenges. Like they come back to me, you know, I'll be at my event and they'll come back and be like, report back about what just happened. And I'm like, I know, I know that's what I'm trying to get people to do this. Cause it seems kind of obvious to me. Like after we got done yesterday, we were out there for about an hour, you know, given like with our signs and stuff, we made so many people smile. We brightened so many people's days. We made people boogie in the broad daylight, in the sunshine, you know, sober. It's like, that's brave for people to do that accelerates their healing in their own world and creates this ripple effect of, you know, and positivity and healing and love and kindness. So it's like, let's go, let's do this. I'm actually about to start a Kickstarter. um, And I'm starting with a 10 city tour to spark this. So I'm going to do 10 cities and I'm going to bring like 30 of the wooden signs. I'm going to bring a booth fairy starter kit with the handheld signs and we're going to get this going and just let's go, you know, it's time. Yum. Yum. I know. How do you sustain this? Like energetically, emotionally, financially, how do you, how, how does, how do you make it work? Okay. That's a good question. Um, I get fed from this, right? So being an extrovert, like I get so much from even like, I, look at me now, like right. I am amped just from talking to you and talking about this. I get so excited. 
So it feeds me now after my events, like if I do a three day, you know, I'm going to work my booth down in Florida here. I'm going to do three days and straight. I'm going to need a couple of days. Like I'll just zombie out. I have to right. shut all the curtains high because my dopamine levels drop, you know, it's just how it is. So I have to do a lot of self-care in that way. Like, and I do, I, I take really good care of myself. I try to eat healthy. I try, I don't really drink much alcohol. I'm, I do yoga a lot. Like I'm out in nature. Like, so I try to, you know, really take care of myself. Um, financially I do, I'm, I'm funding it through two things. I'm funding it through my monthly pop-up shops where I sell the recycled clothes. Right. And, um, not making a ton on the free compliments. Like that's really not bringing me, I am, I could start charging for the compliments, but I don't want to do that. Instead I have a Patreon. So my Patreon um, I don't know if, if that's a platform that people use, like um, humanitarians, artists, and people use that. It's a right. monthly subscription-based platform um, where people pledge, like they do micro pledges. So it's like, if I can get a, you know, a huge group of people that support what I do by giving a couple bucks a month, then they don't really miss that. And then collectively we can use that to fund the project. So I'm, my Patreon is, is growing. It needs to grow awesome. faster. No, <laughs> but yeah, that's what's up. That's how it's working. So I'm working right now on like, maybe, you know, am I going to start my own podcast or am I going to, I need to get, you know, get the word out there and, and get people to help me, you know, get this moving faster, which I think I'm doing right now. Look at this. I'm yeah. so excited to be on here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yes. Yes. So yeah, it, if, if you're listening, if you love what oh. Elle is doing, uh, please support her. Please help this spread uh, this check out the Kickstarter. We'll include a link yes. in the podcast description, as well as a link to the Boothberry Patreon and yeah, give her, give her your support. Uh, yes. Let's, let's see if we can help make this 10 city tour uh, just the start. We are. If there's going yeah. to be chapters in all the states. We need them in all major cities. So I love it. That's what's that's what's happening. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I love it. Holly, did you have any other questions? Uh, no, I think one of the important things that she said there, though, when you asked about how she sustains it um, energetically, emotionally, et cetera, is that um, you know, like you're an extroverted person and you seem pretty blissed out all the time. But also, <laughs> Yeah, when you're when you have that like dopamine high, it goes away and then you have a drop. And that's normal. And I don't know that we talk about that enough. And I think that that is really an important thing to share. Like, yeah, you have peaks and valleys and like you just had a massive peak at this, you know, bliss mob or at Burning Man or at whatever festival you went to, or even just like a weekend with your friends or family or something like that. And then like, maybe you feel a little icky afterwards and you're like, oh, I don't feel good. And I, and like, we don't always know why we don't feel good, but it's totally normal to, to be kind of like needing to reset, right? Needing to rejuvenate after such an expenditure of joy. And that's fine and normal. And I think that's really important to share. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah, that's true. And not it happens to me regularly. I'm used to it. One thing I noticed for me that's helped is like, I've, I'm now like eating healthier. So I'm eating, like I'm consuming less caffeine. I'm consuming less processed sugars. I know that doesn't sound fun at all, but, um, <laughs> I, it's, it's cool how I've noticed it affect me 
with this, you know, these dopamine drops, like I'm not as tired after the events, I'm not as wiped out, but yeah, I, I still am. And like, I, I, people ask me all the time, like, you're always happy. You're always like, ah, and it's like, no, I am. I'm a a person. Like I'm human. I I have, I get sad. I get frustrated. I get angry. I'm tend to be kind of a happy go lucky person for sure. But yeah, it's important to try to remember, like I'll, I'll be in bed, like after a big event laying there and I'm just like having these sad thoughts. I'm like, what is my deal? Like, am I depressed now? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a depressed person. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like I just gave away all that, you know, all of my energy to this event. And it's like, that's what it is. And I just have to rest and rejuvenate and try to like not talk, which can be difficult. (laughs) And so then it, then I noticed, yeah, I give it a day or two of rest and I'm, and I'm back, but that is something that, yeah, people don't often discuss. And it is definitely a real thing. It That's something like I, I picked up on it when you first said it. But it wasn't until Holly highlighted it and asked about it a little bit more that it sunk in for me. And that's it's something I'm personally not aware as I would like to be. Uh, And I have these peaks and valleys and I get so frustrated with myself sometimes in the valleys. And and yeah, just that remember to that reminder to care for myself, to love myself in that and to recognize that it's, it's just part of the natural course following, following a high. And uh, that's, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just like, it's part of the deal and it's okay. You can't just be up here all the time. That's crazy. You got to dip, you got to, you know, it's right. And that doesn't mean the peak wasn't worth it either. I think for me, like when I first started becoming aware of the valleys after my peaks, I would be like, Oh, I guess, I guess, you know, some kind of negative thought, like, oh, I, I'm not as happy as I thought I was, or that wasn't as much fun as I thought I was, or maybe it wasn't worth doing. And it's like, no, it's it's totally worth like being blissed out, going to these events that make you happy or hanging out with these people that make you happy. And then also like resting, self-caring, like being passionate and like, um, and patient with yourself afterwards, I think is important. And like for somebody who's like not doing the work that you're doing, like as often as you're doing it, it, it when it's like more of a new thing, it's like, it feels weird. And it's, right. you don't know to expect it. You don't know if it's normal. You don't know if it's okay. And I think that, yeah, like the whole purpose of this podcast is to share all the ways people can live more deliberate lifestyles, more authentically, more, you know, wholly embodied, as you said that you're doing. And I, a part of that is embodying the fact that you're not going to feel amazing all the time. Some days mm. you're just going to feel like yeah. shit. it happens to everybody. It's normal. See, and there's I, I really- even have a, I have a tattoo for the heights and the depths nice. and it's this very concept, but for me, my application of it has so has been so focused on the macro level of recognizing that, yeah, the, there's these seasons where I am going to be down because I've opened up my heart to experience great joys. And that is often going to come with pain as well. And I need to be open to, to being able to experience the pain if I want to be able to experience the, the heights of joy, but then to look at that at a more micro level of just like, yeah, 
I had a really high dopamine day and it was amazing. And probably like that's only sustainable for so long before I am going to have a low. And, and it's, and it's not because I did something wrong to not be able to sustain it. It's just, yeah, it's just what occurs. Uh And, ah, ah, I love, I love, I love applying that. And thank you. Thank you both for helping to apply that in a, in a different light than I have before. Hmm. Yum, yum, yum. Yay. Yay. (laughs) A couple of things that I just to add is like a Epsom salt bath. I tend to do long soaks in those when I'm, you know, when I know I've dipped out with my dopamine and staying off my phone helps, you know, Mm. doing less of the the screens help. So there's, you know, little tricks and tips and tools, of course, you can use to lessen that, you know, that dip. So yeah. Yeah. See me at my booth for the rest of them. (laughs) 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 Yay. Awesome. Much fun. This has been so much fun. Of course, I, I appreciate talked about you. myself the whole time, so I guess that's why. <laughs> I love this. Let's do this again. It's a topic you know very well. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah, you have been <laughs> such so, so such an easy interview subject because yeah, we just got kind of prompted with a few questions, and you just talked, and it was fascinating and beautiful and so much fun. God, phew. I was nervous. <laughs> Got out of my comfort zone again. Yay. You did thank it. You. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. And we already mentioned you've got your Patreon, you've got your Kickstarter, you're launching. Where else on the interwebs can people find you, find out about what you're doing, get involved? Yeah. If you just search the Booth Fairy Project, you'll find all the things. I'm on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all those silly things. So yeah, awesome. I'm out there. You can find me. You can find me super easy. Thank you to everybody who has been a part of this podcast episode and every podcast episode in the past. Even if this is your very first one, we are friggin' stoked that you are here because you know this podcast is very much like for the audience by the audience, and uh, we really appreciate you guys. We also have a Patreon. Um, for the show. I have my own separate one as well. And Beers and I have our own separate Instagrams and we have one for the show. And so if you're not following us on those, please go do that. Um, If you got something out of this episode, do the the thumbs up, the five stars, the liking, you know, all the things that helps the algorithms and the computers and all of that see us and um, get this in front of the eyes of more people who need the Booth Fairy Project, who need more positivity in their lives, who need to know that the dip after the peak is normal. <laughs> there are a yes. lot of people out there who need this information. And, you know, leaving us a review or even sharing the specific episode is a fantastic way for us to share this with more people. So, yeah, thanks for being here. So thank you all. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye.